What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Having Said That with Landry Griffith. I am your host, as I am weekly, Landry Griffith. Um, before we get started, just want to tell everybody that I have officially pulled the trigger, and unfortunately, I am on Facebook. <laughs> I, I realized quickly that it was uh, inevitable, and I kind of had to get it done, and you all all know how I feel about it, but come find me on Facebook now. Nice. Landry Griffith. <laughs> Find me on Instagram at having said that Landry, and of course a little bit of Twitter action. Not much going on there, but at HST Landry. Woot woot, man! Congratulations! Finally, finally pulled the trigger on the Facebook. You'll get to join the drudge I'm of not, debauchery online. I'm not super excited about it, but I promise myself <laughs> it's not going to be a platform. I'm not posting nonsense. Um, it's strictly going to be a podcast Facebook. So for all of you witnesses out there. And the guy sitting in front of me, if I, if y'all catch me doing anything other than podcast on on Facebook, please call me out. All business, no pleasure. All business, maybe a little bit of pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. All right. So we all know the old, uh, like, would you rather question? And I think like the most obvious one that people have done is, uh, would you rather burn to death or? drown to death like everybody knows that right everybody's answered that question and i'm assuming that everybody um has really good reasoning to whatever their answer is either or sure having said that uh a dear friend of mine who decided to come into the studio today has taken the would you rather game <laughs> to a whole new level that would be my good buddy, Mr. Arturo Valles. Arturo, welcome to the show, bud. Dude, I am excited to finally be here. I, I was telling people, like, a lot of people I say is, like, you're my number one fan. Like, whoever's here, I say that to them. <laughs> but in all honesty, you probably are. Like, you haven't missed an episode yet, but there's a lot of people who have not missed an episode, okay? Sure, like, sure. a lot of people, I say a lot, like, a lot of people in my little circle. But, like, I feel like on Mondays, you're always like, dude, I can't wait for tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be good. What's, what's happening tomorrow? Yeah. So, like, you're, you're hyping me up to be excited to release the episode the heck next Heck yeah, week. heck yeah. And then it seems like every Wednesday, you and I talk about the episode that I released on Tuesday. So, not only are I know you're listening, but, like, you're caught up on Tuesdays. It's I love the discussions that your uh, your guests have been bringing up. It's a lot of fun, and I feel like I'll, everybody that's been on there before are friends of mine that I've been friends with for a very long time, and I had ideas specific to each guest. Yeah, yeah. Okay? Um, but I knew for sure whenever I decided to pull the trigger that there's no way I'm doing a podcast without our true on. <laughs> I must say I do enjoy getting little glimpses, window looks into your past and hearing all these it's crazy funny man. stories. It's I've awesome. had a lot of people reach out to me via text or even like um, Instagram and stuff who I really haven't seen since high school. Okay. Who were like, oh my God, it's so funny to hear all these stories <laughs> like you're bringing up. You know, I, I miss hanging out with y'all and this and that. So it's been a lot of fun doing this cool right? very cool so technically you're the first uh you're the first guest that has that i've met post high school sure yeah so like this is a big moment for having said that i'm i'm excited i'm excited so what you used to do and i don't really don't know why it stopped and maybe this will encourage you to do it again because it was fun <laughs> where we work at uh, a hospital arturo is a physical therapist Right, so he he's there just as long, working the same shifts that nurses do and aides do, um, doing you know working physical therapy with a the patient. 
But to, to get the day started every single Monday for what seemed to be a very long time, <laughs> and those of y'all that know Arturo <clears throat> won't be won't bat an eye about he would be the one to do this. But if you don't know Arturo, <laughs> when you can tell by that laugh, he's like the happiest person I've ever met in my life. He's the type of guy at work like if you're having a bad day, Arturo shows up and you're in a really good mood. Always Thank you. Happy, Thank you. Good laugh. Has fun. Makes light of every situation. So he started doing Would You Rather Mondays. So I felt like, and it started, what time do you get to work? Like uh, probably a little before 7-ish, So really ish right yeah. at 7, you would start catching everybody as they're coming in, and you would make your rounds to each area, the ICUs, the both departments, short stay. You catch everybody. I feel like you did a good job of catching well, almost everybody. Well, that was the idea, depending on how busy we were on caseload or you know how slow things mm-hmm. were. Mm-hmm. People sometimes are in bad moods and don't want to talk, you know? Well, yeah, because I'm always one of those guys until 9 a.m. <laughs> It's the joke of Lubbock Artists, don't talk to Landry until 9 a.m. I've seen that. It's proof confirmed for sure. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, Mondays are terrible, right? You know, No one wants to be there. Yeah, no one wants to be there. So I thought maybe, you know, we can break the ice, get people talking, get those, you know, creative ideas going. So um, I came up with, you know what, let's, let's ask a question. Okay. Um, not really caring about the answer to the question, but just more interested in discussion, you know, and hearing other people ask my questions to each other. Absolutely. And so hearing like everybody's uh, will spinning. Yeah. Hearing like a secondary or third degree away from that, you know, conversation. And it's been, uh, it was a big treat. Is there a reason that it stopped or did it just kind of fizzle out? Like, um, like so things, uh, things changed around the hospital and we got ramped up in caseload. So yeah. I could not uh, okay. piss off some time to go talk to everybody in the hospital understandable <laughs> so you're telling me that like you actually have to show up to get a job done i know exactly oh. exactly I, I like getting paid huh. but you have to work for it sometimes understandable <laughs> that's lame. so before we get started on what we're going to talk about I, I i brought up just a minute ago uh the would you rather burn to death or drown to death everybody like i think regardless of age once you probably get to like junior high school you've thought about that I'm going to give you my answer because I don't think we've ever talked about this one. And it's like the basis of all would you rather. They're primal fears. Exactly. They're primal fears. They're ingrained in us to be afraid of drowning or or burning alive. Absolutely. And I think they're both equally as miserable when you think about what's going to happen. Yeah. So I would say for me, I would much rather drown to death than burn to death. I would agree with you. Um, and the, I guess around Vietnam, there were those monks that were protesting the war that would set themselves on fire. As, as a form of protest? As a form of protest. They would sit cross-legged on the floor, okay. douse themselves in kerosene, and light themselves. Jeez. Not moving. Like, wow. Not moving. Okay. So Terrifying. Terrifying. That's insane to me. Uh, what did, I'm going to jot down, because I would love to kind of do a little bit of research on that. What did you... They were what? Um, there was some type of monk there in their saffron robes. Monks. Um, I don't know if it was Vietnam. Yeah, s- somewhere around there. I'm making my notes so I can Google that. Uh, That's got to be interesting. There's to, to video of it. You know, as it, stupid and crazy as that sound, I have to say that I respect anybody who is committed to their belief that much. Although that is absolutely insane and crazy, and like, what are you thinking? I am a huge believer, and people are really picking up on that as the weeks go on in the show, that whatever you believe in, Mm -hmm. stand by that. I actually have tattooed on my chest that says, what I have in my heart, I'll take to my grave. 
like wow. my all-time favorite band, Hatebreed, and that's like my favorite lyric. But it's something I believe in. Yeah, and yeah. You, you've heard me get in certain arguments with certain people that we may work <laughs> with, and and I believe in that, right? Yeah, of course. So the fact that these guys are burning themselves to death um, to prove a point. Although I would not recommend doing that, I respect the mindset. Well, imagine what atrocities they've had to endure to even put themselves in that position. That's a good point. Like, what all led up to that? They're like, listen, I, I'm willing to do this. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, there's there's atrocities, especially in the Vietnam era, on all faction sides. Right. You know, you American, uh, Vietnamese, and you know both sides of, of that conflict yeah and i don't know a lot about the vietnam war but i do know that there uh it was very controversial actually met a human being today actually that uh told me he served in the vietnam war and i don't know a lot about it so i can't pretend that i do but i do know the controversy for you know they were getting spit on when they came back oh of course doused in pig's blood yeah isn't that crazy Uh, i made sure i shook his hand today and i said hey thank you for your service and you know, I'm so far removed from Vietnam War, <laughs> but I feel like that was kind of like my part to say, like, hey, whatever you dealt with when you came home, I appreciate the sacrifice. Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. It, it's, it's kind of funny that that happened today and we're talking about this. Um, so what I was told you did when you're asking all these questions mm-hmm. is you made notes of like some that stuck out to you. My first question is, is where did the questions come from? Did you think of these? Were you like sitting there on the pot like, oh, ding, 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 this is the best <laughs> one on your epiphany toilet? Or were these ones that you looked up? Or? So uh, a combo of both. First, I you know, kind of got born with just asking people a lot of questions, kind of like the long lines of your hot dog sandwich question. Okay. Kind of started there. You know, people okay. bored, you know, not, not so busy at work, kind of just talking. And I thought, hey, why don't we get this into a more structural A versus B question? Okay. So um, I started asking my own questions and quickly found out that that was a little difficult. I'm not the most creative person in the world. Okay. Well, clearly you didn't get a good dose of my last week's uh, (laughs) episode because you are creative, sir. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I I, I ran to the internet to get some... Get some ideas, and okay. are there some really good ones on the internet, for sure? I'm sure, yeah, absolutely. Like, I just Googled before we got started, like, good would-you-rathers, and I found a website that says 100 great would-you-rather questions. So, what I want you to do first, before you ask me some questions, I kind of want sure. to mix this up a little bit. Tell, okay. me, tell me one that you made a note about that kind of stuck out to you. Um, and for what I was told, what you told me is that it wasn't necessarily the, the, the questions that stuck out to you, but there were some that you jotted stuff down because the answer surprised you. Oh man. Um, these, you know, people find the, you know, least route of resistance to talk about themselves or their, or their history. Okay. And so these questions kind of segued into bizarre conversations or just really weird admissions from, from your (laughs) history. You I'm know, such a simple question. Yeah, and so that just tells me that people want to talk to each other about things that you know aren't work related or yeah. whatnot. You know, that's a lot of the reason why I started the podcast. And I was telling the patient the other day that I was trying to to convince that they should listen to my podcast. Because I said, <laughs> <laughs> "Oh, I get people's phones with their permission." Like if a patient says, "I don't know what podcasting is," I subscribe to myself. Oh my gosh! Oh, You're just throwing mixtapes down people's absolutely. Um, but, but I said it's because I, I truly believe that everybody has something they want people to know. Like oh, everybody of has something to say. It's just of a matter course. of giving themselves the platform to do that. Of course. So give me one that's kind of stuck out to you. Um, I'm saving the best for last because I think no, I, I think it's the the best discussion. But 
I had the most people answer my question, and I just had nonstop um, discussions about it. Even now, people still bring it up and talk about okay. it. Okay, I it's, like that. It's a little unnerving, but uh, pretty cool. Okay. But um, uh, let's start with some that are a little bit uh, more lighthearted, I guess. Maybe, okay. Maybe lighthearted. Yeah. Um, so, one that... Um, <laughs> People got really into it. It was the first question that I asked. The, okay. This is the first Monday that, that we the started this. The inaugural uh, survey question. So, would you rather be a vampire? Okay. Or would you rather be a werewolf? That was the. I remember that question. That was the first one. We had 36 votes for vampire and 27 votes for werewolf. More people chose the vampire. Can I tell you why I believe more people chose vampire? Let me know. Tell me. Because, and, and keep in mind, where we work, we're, we're like 10 to 1 female to male. Yeah. I truly believe that the Twilight series had something to do with that answer. Oh. Dude. So that that came you up. think so? Well, I mean, there's, so, that's the first thing. Oh, I don't want to shine in, in, um... Moonlight. I was like, well, let's go with the Bram Stoker, uh, Stoker's definition of vampire. Mm-hmm. Just kind of turn away to, to mm-hmm. eliminate that um, Twilight okay. vibe. And I'm glad you did that. <laughs> <laughs> my answer to that would be, and I, I know I answered this. Uh, I say I know I did. I'm going to say have to say werewolf for sure. Why? I think like when you think of the whole realm of a vampire versus a werewolf. Okay. A werewolf is kind of a lot more... Um, like, you're a little bit more terrified of the werewolf. I feel like they would cause a little bit more damage to what they're doing. Like, sure. And I can trick you, like, vampire, like, in my mind, super white, pale, can't really be in much sunlight, you know. At all. But a werewolf, like, I, for all you know, me right now, I am a werewolf. Until, <laughs> like, I, I can play it off until the time is right for me to kick over to werewolf. Well, until, until there's a full moon. Oh, that's when they come out. So when the full moon happens, mm-hmm. you you transform and you go into a blood rage where okay. you have to have to feed. And so when you the next day you wake up, you have you know. no knowledge of what you did. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, people I say like this is a real thing, but you know, people wake up in the forest or whatever, right. not knowing what the what, hell what, happened. What's going on? Where am I? Where, yeah. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. Do you have a side one way or the other? I, so, you know, reading, um, the Dracula, of course, and then reading interview with a vampire and kind of looking some stuff up. I don't know. It, it seems interesting to be a mortal, I guess. Exactly. But at what price? So you, you lose your soul sure. to gain that immortality. Sure. I, I agree with that. And like, there's so many positives and negatives to that, <laughs> you know, like you get to see everything at all times. Like, but there's gotta be some sort of downfall to knowing that there is never a beginning middle and an end exactly exactly like it's only like the fountain of youth sounds like a cool idea so you get tired with being alive right yeah, so absolutely. a lot of the movies and the mm-hmm. shows oh please kill me i'm ready to go i can't do it myself right. you know right but yeah that's someone that's lived for thousands of years imagine the things that you could see you know yeah in uh yeah, absolutely in in dra- or interview with a vampire uh one of the vampires you know studies so mm-hmm. he's read you know all of the, the the major releases, um, you know, textbooks. Yeah, you can't imagine how smart this this dude is. But sure. still living. Yeah, absolutely. Ready, ready to go, man. Ready absolutely. to move on. But like uh, that. that's a that's a good one to start the game off with. Sure, um, sure. You probably had a lot of talk. I can tell you right now. I know a thousand percent fact. My wife's answer was vampire. Vampire? Why? 
Because she was in love with the Twilight Series. <laughs> like, I, I think I remember that day you asked that, and I, I said, my wife's going to choose Vampire, go find her in the hall, and you did. And, like, she didn't bat a knife. Vampire, Vampire, Vampire. And I, like, I just, like, I just knew that would be the answer. <laughs> uh, some interesting responses that I got. You know, oh, werewolf. Well, why do you want to be a werewolf? Well, because I can be um, in the wilderness. I can be one with nature. It's like, wow. Great answer, too. I Wide open one. spaces, Absolutely. outside, mm-hmm. away from people. Mm-hmm. It kind of gives a little reflection of the person who gave that answer. Sure. You know? That's a good one. I see. I wouldn't have viewed the werewolf in that realm. But I'm not like, yeah. a real big outdoorsy guy. <laughs> so that makes sense. I, I like that one. Yeah, yeah. Like Very interesting. One. Very interesting. Hit me with another one. Okay, so um, there yeah, were sure, like he he came prepared. He's got notes that he's made, so like he's not just thinking of like he thought about these. Yeah, so I respect that. So the I asked a couple of kind of a darker darker question uh, ways of execution. So this had a lot of interesting discussion. I like where this is. So <laughs> would you rather be executed um, by the guillotine? Or by mm. gallows. That's the hanging, right? So yeah, so you're standing on a stool, noose around your neck, right? Kick the kick the stool out, or the floor drops. Sure. You drop for a little bit; it snaps mm-hmm. your neck. Right. So it's just funny you mentioned that. A lot of people think that 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 way of death is choking to death. Oh, right? or a, str- a strangulation. Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, that's like a like if it doesn't work, then we know that they're gonna choke to death. But what you're trying to do there is you're snapping the hyoid. Yeah, right? yeah, and that's yeah. That's the very, very first vertebrae that I know you know. Yeah, it's, it severs your spinal cord. Most people don't understand that. But so the idea of doing that is to snap the hyoid and kill you instantly. Exactly. A lot of people think that you're uh, that you're choking to death. That's asphyxia- the, asphyxiation. The, the most humane way of mm-hmm. doing that is to, it, to snap the neck right. as opposed to a strangulation like you're seeing. And I think that's important for people to know, for people that are thinking about this at home, is you're still, like, if everything goes as planned, it's still killing you quickly. Right? Sure, sure. There is that downfall, though, like there is, like, you may or may not, right? There's a case of a morbidly obese individual who, I guess they had a very high drop to ensure that it broke your neck. Mm-hmm. It actually ripped his head off of his shoulders. No way. It decapitated, decapitated him. Yeah. So he got, yes to both of your questions, he, yeah, he got teamed and he it, At the same time, <laughs> bonus points. So I can't imagine the people attending that and seeing that happen. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to have to say that I, for two different reasons, would rather go through the guillotine. Okay, that was a more popular answer. We had um, 23 of those surveyed say they'd choose guillotine. Only five chose the gallows. Really? Do you remember anybody's reasons? Because I can tell you mine. I'm curious if it matches up with anybody else's. Well, I had to do a lot of explanation. Not a lot of people know what the guillotine is, you know, mm-hmm. outside MMA. Sure. or and, yeah. and almost nobody knew about the gallows, so mm-hmm. I had to kind of break it down and explain. Mm-hmm. But they... <laughs> Almost uniformly, they said they wanted the guillotine to be sharp to make sure it got them on the well, first try. Yeah, yeah, but I think, like, to me, that goes without saying. Who I knows? don't know, though. Like, that Who was knows? done a lot. Yeah, that could that, be. There was a, there was a case in, um, in, in medieval times where the key, guillotine actually malfunctioned and it did not kill the person. And so the king that was in attendance said, well, it's a by the will of God that the yeah. guillotine broke. You're Spare free. You're free. That's, pre- that's pretty cool. <laughs> I, and I respect you, King Guillotine guy. Yeah, yeah. I like that. 
I would choose guillotine over the gallows for one. I feel like it's okay. And I'm, I'm using this one. You're talking about like, I have to kick my own stool out from under my feet. No, so somebody does it for you. Okay. Cause I was, or the, or like, the floor drops that you're I've standing the on floor dropping yeah. one, which the floor dropping, I would be more okay with. Cause it's kind of like the guillotine. You don't know when it's coming. It's gonna be super quick. Sure. Right? Sure. I was thinking I had to kick my own bucket out. Oh, no, 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 no. And, like, eventually it's got to be done if that was the case. But, like, I don't know how long. Like, I would be up there for maybe hours like, <laughs> trying to do that and getting in my own head. Like, let's just get this over with. Sure. But for guillotine purposes, too, you know, I say that. Of course, you just gave an example where it's not. But you think, like, assuming the blade is sharp, mm -hmm. it's instantaneous and it's going to kill me. So I've, I've got no other issues, right? Yeah. But with the gallows, it's like, okay... If it doesn't snap my neck, mm -hmm. I'm going to have to sit there and choke to death. And that could take quite a while. Yeah. I mean, it's not like hours and hours, but even that 30, 45 seconds. It's agony. Minute, that's a very long time. Fight or flight where you can do nothing. You just got to sit there and just know that. And then you keep in mind, there's hundreds of people. Like, this was an event. Oh, they, it, it, it was a spectacle. People would be there. There would be a public audience. Yeah, to... cheering and kids there. Everybody's like, I'm sure they sold whatever concessions that they had at the time. <laughs> like, bread and get wine. Get your popcorn. Get your popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, it was an event, though. Like, people look forward to Saturday Gallows. What about you? I would probably choose guillotine as well. Just because it's quick and easy? I mean... <laughs> Not to be a little uh, morbid, but the well, the okay. device looks pretty cool. I mean, mm -hmm. you got a you got a blade set in some runners, really high up. You know, I've seen a, a, just pictures of it. I haven't seen it in person yet. Surely, surely I'll know somebody who has one at some point. But it was a cigar cutter. It was a mini guillotine. <laughs> oh no! How cool, right? <laughs> but like, if you imagine if your fingers in there, dude, it's it's done, amputated yeah. instantly. I can tell you a form of torture. If anyone ever messed with one of my kids, especially my daughters or my wife, oh, I would uh, get the cigar guillotine, and you can think of another round, <laughs> cylindrical, phallic-shaped thing that would wind up in there for torture. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I'm, go I'm going guillotine for sure. Okay, that's okay. What I say. So uh, there was a story one time that's pretty interesting about the guillotine and I don't know if this is like a real story I just remember hearing this when I was a kid okay that my dad was telling me the story that the alleged you know rumor has it type thing that someone was being guillotined mm -hmm. and told his wife that he wasn't going to actually die okay and that like his spirit would live on sure blah, 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 the immortal blah. soul yes so she said well i have no way of believing you like that's nonsense he said well let me tell you this and this is how you'll know that i'm telling you the truth mm -hmm. as soon as my head gets chopped off and my head rolls i want you to like make eye contact with me oh, i will blink at you if i blink at you you'll know that my soul lives on okay okay he was smart enough to know that when that happened there is a split like a little bit of time that's not going to kill you instantaneously. There is still is some blood flow to the brain. Mm -hmm. So even though that's chopping off and killing you pretty quickly, there's that little millisecond of time that he was able to blink at his wife sure. to convince her, my soul lives on, everything's going to be okay. Wow. wow. Interesting, right? Uh, funny, uh, it's funny you bring that up. Um, so I used to, back in high school, used to go to Mexico about three or four times a year. Mm -hmm. um, so <laughs> I'll walk into my grandma's house. And she has a skinned bullhead on the counter to make some barbacoa. Oh, and so I, I walked in. I was like, what the heck? Yeah. This bull's head sat there for probably the entirety of the morning, okay. right? Okay. It was still twitching its facial mus muscles, which were clearly defined because there was no skin on it. Sure. Clearly twitching, 
blinking. I mean, with the muscles around the eyes, the mouth, the cheeks, still moving frequently. How old were you, roughly? Uh, probably junior high age. Enough to like impressionable ages, like oh man, uh, oh, uh, yeah. I mean, you, you've got a severed animal's head that's that's <laughs> massive, a bull head that's Twitch, sitting there that's twitching. Did you eat the barbacoa? I oh, of course I did, and it was amazing. It was it? It, absolutely amazing. That's probably one of my favorite dishes of all time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We uh, <laughs> so you, you steam it right, um, so that cooks the brain. Mm. So we, uh, one of my uncles chiseled out the the skull, and we got some brain and had some tacos. I Delicious. am a huge fan of I will try everything once. I would try that in a heartbeat. We actually had this conversation the other day. I don't remember who I was with, but does that work about if you would try, like if it was prepared correctly? Sure. With some of the Hispanic culture people that we work with. So that's why it's brought up if you would try brain. And a lot of them said no. I was like, why not though? Yeah, like, well, what's wrong with it? You try it once and you hate it. Cool. You don't have to try it again. Sure. It's the idea that's I bothersome. Them, I tell my kids that all the time. Just try it. Because the worst case scenario is this food. You hate it. You'll never eat it again, right? That's the worst possible scenario. Best case scenario, you just found your new favorite food. Sure, and I mean the the brain is a is a choice choice. Um, I'm not gonna say meat, but it's choice yeah. material off of I'd the cow. Meat. Meat. Yeah, because we're calling intestines meat. We're calling brain meat. It's uh, it was good. Mm-hmm. I was uh, my eyes were opened. That's a good one. <laughs> so cool al- along the execution series, the next question along those lines was. Um, would you rather be executed by firing squad okay, or the electric chair, ride the lightning? Okay, so I know you know this because I remember this question too, <laughs> but I, I would be willing to bet that not a lot of listeners know. Uh-huh. Okay, So I want you to tell me what is interesting about the firing squad is we're talking about bullets and chambers. Uh, so what do you mean? There's a line of guys, probably my five or six rifles. Yes. Um... One guy, they all they'll have blanks except for one guy. He doesn't know that he has the that's, the real that's bullet. The part I was hoping you were talk so about. they all shoot at the same time. Mm-hmm. They're all, I'm sure, guilty conscience or right. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. for sure. Um, so they don't know who killed him. Exactly. So that way it doesn't like fuck with the guy's head who pulled that trigger and sure. actually may or may not have killed this person. Sure. Yeah, I never knew that. I saw it on a documentary one time, and I was like, oh, my God, that makes perfect sense. So everybody's pulling, bam, 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 and you don't know because a blank is you're getting the kickback on the gun. Everything. The smoke coming out, everything looks like it, but one person killed. So it makes everybody who's in charge of having to do the unfortunate deed of pulling that trigger, you're aiming correctly. You know it because it's like, hey, I, I can go to bed at night knowing I may or may not have done this. Sure. It's sure. very interesting. Uh, I don't think a lot of people knew that, like – I was surprised that in the, I guess it wasn't that you knew that, but I remember we talked about that. Mm-hmm. Like, I need you to like, do you know this? You're like, oh yeah. But being as a person executed, would you want everybody having a live bullet, like to ensure that you get? I would think yes, offed? because like, and I and I'm sure there's some kind of sort of training. They they got to make sure that the five guys pull on the trigger, um, like they got to know that one of them's not intentionally not aiming because they're not. <laughs> You know, like they got it that you have to pick people you know they're gonna be able to fulfill your duties, right? Sure. But what if it wasn't and the one guy who had the bullet like just aims for like your left shoulder? <laughs> Owie. Like, sitting there Owie. Hurting, and reload. They've all, they've all got to reload. <laughs> God damn it, Johnny. <laughs> Not again. So those five guys make your sandwich and then they go and execute people afterwards, probably. Yeah, absolutely. Hundred percent. <laughs> so 
I personally would think because uh, it was versus electrocution, right? Yeah, the the, the electric chair. Yeah, firing squad for me, hundred percent. I'm not even gonna like. I'm not even gonna think about the electric chair. I've watched enough docu's to know how morbid the electric chair is, dude. I mean, the make sure that sponge is wet from yep. the Green Mile. I mean, yep, that's, exactly. It looks awful. It does, and and like you said, we're trusting that everybody's taking their job serious in the firing squad. I can't imagine the fear of being tied to a pole, and it's a process. By the time they tie you up, everybody gets lined up. We make sure it, like I, it's not quick and easy, but once it happens, you're done. Yeah, sure, but sure. I don't know, man. Like the anxiety of of waiting for it to happen after they've like initially walked you onto the pole seems absolutely terrifying to me. But it's no different. Like you're waiting in your cell, and they, the coroner comes to walk you to the electric Mm-mm. chair. And Mm-mm. I think what's the craziest part is is you have a glass case in front of you, or a glass, uh, just piece of glass uh, window. Thank you. The family's on the other side. Well, they, oh. I say that they have the option of going. Sure. Personally, I wouldn't want anything to do with that. Oh yeah. But, there's people there. Like I've I watched the docu um, on Netflix about uh, Ted Bundy, which was absolutely phenomenal. If you haven't seen that, dude, it is it is so good. Okay, okay. Um, but there's like detectives that wanted to watch that who just like you know like get off on the fact that they like yeah we got this guy. Like to me that's that's morbidly disgusting. But if I'm getting electrocuted mm-hmm. for legitimately committing this heinous crimes and then I look the last thing I'm gonna see is the mother the father whatever of these people I killed mm-hmm. Ugh. like the well that, that's assuming that have, that's assuming that you have remorse or you feel bad for what you did oh good point that's you a can, good point though because like so, Ted Bunny didn't have any so um okay <laughs> somebody like told me a number of years ago that you can go on to the uh, Texas Department of Justice website, mm-hmm. and you can look up the records of final words and final moments of inmates that have been executed by lethal injection. Okay, it is terrifying. Half of them say "f you, judge." Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm going to go to hell. Yeah. You know, blah 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 blah. Okay. The other half, this. yeah, I have no regrets. Yeah, exactly. And some of them. Give like it's gonna sound really bad, really cheesy, like "Oh God bless you" or "Thank you for killing me" or something like that. Just unnerving, absolutely unnerving. I'm gonna have to get on that website. It's it, it's no joke, man. Yeah, it's no joke. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. What would you choose of the two? I would probably choose the same thing, the firing squad. Yeah, I and hope that, that their marksmanship is to me adequate. Like, yeah, they're, they're good guys. They're military trained, operated people. They should be. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I've got one for you. Okay. Okay. Fire away. No pun intended. Yeah, I was just gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather mm-hmm. end world hunger? Okay, definitely. Or end world hatred? Ooh. Ooh. I stumped the unstumpable. Let's. Okay, so solving hunger or solving hatred? If you solve hatred, would you not solve hunger well, down the line? Thousand percent. Where is it? Where my head was and was going to be my answers. Without a doubt, 
doubt quick in my mind anybody that knows me knows i'm going for the hatred because like you know like i am such a huge advocate for treat everybody the same sure because if you treat your skin is you're going to get treated the same for me i don't care what your sexuality is you're going to get treated the same for me and i push that along to my family and my friends and stuff so if we can end the hatred first okay there's hunger's not going anywhere just because no one hates each other. But, <laughs> like now the hatred goes away and we're starting to come together. Like you, even you would see, assume like, that it would that the the hating would be uh, replaced be a with caring. Effect. Exactly, yeah, it, yeah. exactly. If you can't hate, we're all going to love each other. We're all going to accept each sure. other. So now let's come together and let's figure this out. You know, like a right wing left wing verse thing that happens all the time is is like one of the biggest debates, at least that I hear, is should we help people who are in need like you're talking like food stamps and where your tax paying dollars and stuff go mm-hmm. well if we no longer hate the idea of like oh fuck them they don't make as much money as me because they're yeah. not trying whatever mm-hmm. you know like get a job and get off your ass <laughs> but now like that mindset has been changed so now those kids who are starving because of that have probably moved on and they're no longer hungry sure Sure. So, without a doubt, first thing I'm doing is getting rid of hatred. Yeah. I do agree that hunger would be would follow suit. Sure. I think it would be a step stone to curing those problems. Hundred percent. Just the um, just the inevitability of it. You yep. know. Yep. It'll just fall in line. I agree. Cool. Very cool. Give me another one. So uh, we talked a little bit about um, executions. So let's move on to other forms of expiration. Okay. <laughs> Would you rather Landry die by being caught in a flood or being caught in an avalanche? Caught in a flood. Why? Because I I really get into snowboarding. It's been a couple years since I've gotten to get really into it. Okay, but I okay. am a snowboarder. Okay. Um, have taken some really cool trips in a in a buddy of mine, Lance, um, through a business he used to own here in town, skateboard, wakeboard, snowboard shop, cool. has met the right people. And we used to go on a yearly trip up in uh, like southern Colorado to where we would do backcountry snowboarding on snowcats. Snowcats is essentially like a bulldozer of the snow, right? Okay, sweet. Um, this is no man's territory. Like you're snowboarding, but you're not hopping on a ski lift and going up to like where it's ever. It's like untouched terrain. Okay, okay nice. Powder, 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 powder. Okay. Yeah. As enticing as that is, and as much fun as it as the downfall to that is the uh, the the likelihood of an avalanche happening is very very common. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we all had to wear avalanche speakers so that we we would meet at the breakfast restaurant. It's like a small small town, Creed, Colorado, like population twelve. Mm-hmm. Meet at the restaurant in town, have our coffee, have breakfast, and the guy who ran this thing. Everybody would get their avalanche beacon. You put it on. It's like a little beacon you wear around your chest. How big is it? It's about. This, like an Iron Man circle that you, <laughs> you, like, you strap around you. Okay, or arc reactors, okay. You don't strap it on, you strap it around. <laughs> Clarification, thank you. Thank, I was a little confused. Right, so then what you do is, and they teach you, so it's pretty cool. Like, if there was an avalanche, uh-huh. everybody stops, and you can... So you and I are not under the avalanche, but, you know, John's under the avalanche. Sure. So you and I hit a button, and everybody makes a big circle around where we think that John could be. Okay. And... Our beeps will start matching up with his beep because now they've all been triggered. Oh, so they, they ping mode. the person that they activated ping the person. Oh. As you all start enclosing in on your circle, your beacons will start going off so you can start digging and digging and wow. hopefully get to this person on time. Okay? Wow. 
But what's scary? So that's crazy. Like it's always like, look, thank God. Like I never saw an avalanche. Sure, uh, they do good avalanche control. If you've ever been on a mountain, if you hear the dynamite going off, dude, that dynamite. that is terrifying. It's crazy going up on the top uh, of the mountain and seeing oh, warning TNT stay away. Yes. Like, is this a joke? They do that a lot at where we like to go in at Wolf Creek, Colorado, which is if you ever heard of Wolf Creek, the place I'm talking about where we did the snow cutting in Creek is like ten miles from there. Um, and you hear those going off, and it's like the coolest sound, the echo. Dude, it's so, it it's scary to think. You about. can hear the snow moving. Absolutely, it's uh, it just blew my mind. What scares me the most, though, so, so having to go with that, knowing, and when I first started doing this, I wasn't that good of a snowboarder. Mm-hmm. So knowing that there is a chance it could happen, you know, it's probably not going to happen, but it's there, right? Sure. If you die in an avalanche, oh, you're not gosh. freezing to death. You're right? you're suffocating, you're right? Suffocating oh, to geez. death. So you can imagine, like, like you first start thinking, like, oh, it's just cold, and you shiver, and you get hypothermia, and you die, mm-hmm. which would be fucking miserable. <laughs> okay? But you get trapped under all this snow, and you lose air, and that's a very slow death. And you have so much time to think about your life's choices and. What is my wife gonna think? And like, would how you gonna take care of my kids? And would you realistically be able to access your cell phone and maybe make some good buys? The reason I think you couldn't be, and that you may be able to, is it's still very packed and compact snow. Sure. I don't think you're able to get your arms up. So, like, even if my hand is in my pocket, I don't know if it'd be physically possible to be able to dig my hand up to get the phone to my ear. Wow. It's wow. very compact. Okay. Um, I have read some stories before of people getting trapped under avalanches, and it doesn't happen very often, but have survived because they were somehow able to get their hands right in front of their face and dig themselves. No, they're not digging out. Like, sure. There's no way you're digging out of sure. this. Sure. But an air pocket. And to really calm down and control their breathing so they're not giving carbon monoxide poisoning, dioxide, whichever one it is. But you're able to control yourself and to have enough bubble to where you're alive when they find you. Golly. But the, the mindset to even to be able to do that, I mean, like, there's not many people that are that trained, right? So to me, avalanche would be my biggest fear because the suffocation would be a long painful death and all that's going to be on your mind is your family okay what was the other option i already forgot uh flood being caught in a flood flood that's miserable but i'm a pretty good swimmer (laughs) (laughs) but see with a flood there's debris that's gonna keep you down did you did you ever see video of the um, the tsunami that hit japan Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, terrifying this was like 10 years ago now yeah right yeah yeah. Absolutely terrifying, dude. Which, there's houses floating down with these waves of, of water. What what was your, your numbers on that one? So, um, I didn't get a very good sample size. Okay. <laughs> Three that's for right. flood, one for avalanche. Yeah, okay. four people. Four people. So, but still, that's a, that's a 300% increase on flood. <laughs> very true. That's interesting. Which one, where, where are you going on this? Um, I had thought avalanche, but after hearing all of that... I don't know. I think I'd still go with Avalanche because that means I will have been skiing, which is something that I have learned to love. Correct. And you're, so, uh, you're a recent skier from I'm, Taos, New Mexico. Yeah, yeah. So where I heard that those TNT blasts, it was at Taos, actually. And I've been skiing a couple times, and man, it's been unbelievably fun. And of course, the kids love it. Kids absolutely love it. So um, another good discussion question um, that I asked was, would you rather meet... <clears throat> A ghost 
I get to meet them and interact with them. Okay. Or would yeah. you rather meet and interact with an alien? Not illegal alien. Okay, a real space alien. Damn it. So that, <laughs> that changes my answer completely. Gosh dang it. <laughs> so, interesting question. So, would you rather talk to a ghost, you know, or mm-hmm. would you rather talk to an extraterrestrial? So, um, you know my story with the ghost, right? The Vegas. You remember that? Oh, right? yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I don't want to go into too much detail because I have already made my notes because I'm going to make that a podcast. <laughs> I can't decide if it's going to be one where I'm going to do by myself or not. My my wife will be mad that I'm even bringing that up uh, inside of the realm. Chilling. Ask him. Ask him. Ask Landry um, uh, when you get to talk to him about it. Long story short of that, and all of y'all can laugh in my face, and I don't care because once you hear the story, you're going to say, eh, maybe he's onto something. There, there was some sort of something going on. Um, I would say so. From whatever, you can call it a ghost, you can call it a spirit, I don't care what you call it, that we've experienced. And the scariest thing that's ever happened to me in my life that lasted for quite a while. Oh, man. Um, having said that, uh, I still don't think I can completely mark out the fact uh, that I would like to have some sort of interaction with a ghost. Okay. Um, and if you're asking me first, yes, I do believe that, that evil spirits and ghosts, and, and I, I do believe that there is an idea that someone can't quite pass over. Okay. okay. So... I do believe that that could happen. My question would be to this ghost. Now, first of all, like in my scenario that I'm creating in my head is it's not going to be anything evil. Like nothing's here to fuck with me. Okay? Same, same thing with the alien, a friendly alien. Okay. We're all in friendly. I, I would love to know like with this ghost that's there, um, what's going on right now that you can't quite pass, pass over. You can't move on to the next step. <laughs> Bring it in. My, my daughter just came in to, to hook it up. Wow, high five, dude. I think you going to bring in the decanter. I just thought you were going to bring in a small one. So wow. Thank you, uh, thank you Reagan. That's good. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry for opening a bit of refill. You no, I am good. I'm right. good. Thank you, though. Thanks, Reagan. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you rather uh, have a conversation with a ghost or an alien? Me? Yes, you Yeah. Are. Friendly, says ghost. friendly ghost. She says friendly alien. ghost. Like Casper's included. Okay, yeah, she says like, ghost. Like but th- there's got to be a reason to me, thank you, on why the ghost is there, right? Of course. Very few people are sticking around. So that would be my biggest thing, Is and I love to like question and see where people's heads are. Mm-hmm. What's going on with you? Like, What do you need in order to be able to, to, to move on peaceably? Okay. okay, okay. Now, an alien would be pretty interesting to talk to as well of just, course just to see like you know what's life like over there and like we all have like this stupid uh imagination like what we picture in our head of like the goofy green thing like everybody has big head like, yeah. yeah big eyes that's obnoxious to me i sure. don't like that that's what an alien is um <laughs> like i want to think of an alien like uh like men in black style with the okay. guys like sh- sugar <laughs> <laughs> more okay more you know which guy i'm talking about like he was he, now steal your body I know, yeah I know that he had like alien inside but the way he was before like the alien came outside mm-hmm. like why can't the alien be the a human being ish like maybe there's somebody that's like that's the guy whose brain i want to pick sure sure that's a humanoid a humanoid kind of looks like me sure so uh of those people Pulled twenty one chose to talk to a ghost. Okay, and thirteen 
chose to talk to an alien. What's interesting is the majority of people assumed that it'd be a ghost that they would know, which I thought was a little strange. Ooh, so, are, you know, and, what and like going, going back to what that, you said, what are they, they holding on to? Yeah, they, they would want to help them to pass. So I would assume that those people have had a troubled existence while they were on the planet. Yep. yep. Well, and I bet you a lot of people that answered that too, and I would love to, to be able to delve into some of those people that answered that, is they've lost a loved one that maybe they themselves, the people who are alive, can't quite let go of. So they're thinking of the ghost as like, oh, you know, Granny died, and you know, I want to give her one less hug or kiss. I didn't think of it from that realm, but that's that's pretty deep. There was a. Uh, there's I honestly a, thought more people would have chose alien. Sure, and, and that's what I assumed because you get to talk to an extraterrestrial, absolutely. See, you know, physiology if they're the same as us mm-hmm. or what their beliefs are. Is there, there is there an alien Jesus? You know, mm. if if you, if you have subscribed to the religious aspect, if there's a tune an, in for a future episode. There you go. With is, Mark Umblood. Yeah, is there is there an alien Jesus that died for alien sins? Who knows? Who knows? Right? Yeah, absolutely. Um. So I don't know, I don't know. And then I talked to, I asked, I brought up the, a, a religious spin again. You know, what if it was the Holy Ghost that you talked to? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Taking the depth, I love even, what your head yeah, is, man. Dude, you it's think just a lot like me. just, just. Uh, That's so deep. Yeah, that yeah. wouldn't have crossed my mind. Okay, <laughs> is it the Holy Ghost? So, what would you choose? I, I'm very science biased, I guess. Okay. I don't know. I already believe in ghosts, right? Um, Glad to know that. I have a friend who's had some, I don't know, I don't think they were drug-induced, who knows, but uh, some very scary, very, I guess, non-explainable situations that he's been in multiple times. See, that that's what I'm in, is like... In the kind of the situation we have, and I get made fun of a lot. <laughs> I wish I could go into detail, but I already have a podcast plan for that. But you've heard the story, and and as I tell people, that I always know, like, and I always tell people, like, if you're telling me the story, I'm going to tell you you're a fucking idiot and you're stupid, <laughs> and that's the dumbest thing ever. But if you experienced the the things that me and my wife experienced, um, you Chilling. would definitely believe. And when I told you. I told John and I told Elaine all up over. Dude, I, I, I got boost, people, goosebumps, goosebumps, and Sandra. So the four of y'all up at work um, never made me feel stupid, and it was like, oh shit, like Why maybe would I we? am onto something. Because if you told me that, I'm going to think, oh my god, this guy's stupid. <laughs> up until that moment of October of 2019, and then like everything changed for me. So I, I don't know, but I think if if, if you're asking me that question. Mm-hmm. It's, that's probably the hardest one you've asked so far because of I, the, there are two different realms sure. of what you they, ask. It. They are. I think I'm going to stick with the ghost of the ghost. just because I, I would love to know like what's going on there. Like what is it? Like what, what do we need to do to make you feel better? What if they ask you why are you wearing a Ghostbusters uniform? <laughs> <laughs> I would say because they called me. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So another question that. Uh, gave a lot of uh, strange discussion was would you rather go to the past mm-hmm. or would you rather go to the future I on purpose left it open so that people could fill in the blanks with their discussion okay um, so the question I, I have to ask first okay is when I go to the past like let's say I go to my past can I talk to my past self sure okay sure um, Since that's I'm so open ended, yeah, I, I I left it open so people could fill in their own blanks. What 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 were your statistics? So um, the majority of people 
32 went to the past and only six went to the future. I think 32 people are cut out on the same mindset that I am is like, at least where I'm at is I, I, I've done a bunch of dumb shit in my past. We all have. Yeah. But very few do I regret regardless of the outcome. Like, so if then you why like would gonna, you go to the past because if, there you, was, if you don't regret your decisions? There was one decision I made, and I'll never forget that moment in my life, that set a very quick downhill spiral that turned me into a person that I should have never been. Would you have, sparing yourself of that mm-hmm. experience, would mm-hmm. you have ended up at that experience anyway? The odds are probably more more likely than not I still would have gone down this downhill spiral. Okay, but that downhill spiral but, made you the person you are today. That's very true. That's very true. And I've always told people that I don't have regrets in life. Like mm-hmm. everything I did in this time in my life, it, I was a pretty in a pretty shit way for longer than I would have liked myself to be. Right? Yeah, yeah, of course. But. It made me know certain things about myself, um, certain things that I want to teach my children. Um, I've had this talk with my oldest, who's a teenager, uh, right before the start of the school year, because mm-hmm. she's a junior in high school, and it was the time that I really fucked up. So where hopefully she would learn from my mistakes. Right? Sure, sure. All I would do would go back to uh, junior year of high school. Okay. And when I left class to go pee sure i would have gone to a different bathroom because that sounds awkward but in the specific bathroom that i chose to go pee in there was a guy in that bathroom who i knew very well we were not friends but buds sure um who may or may not have sold me uh an herbal essence more than herbal (laughs) herbal essence wouldn't have been as big of a deal okay okay We'll say in, in, well, we'll just leave it at that. Okay. I quickly realized that this is kind of fun and feels good. I can imagine. And fast forward four years, I was not a great person. Okay. I've learned from that. I mean, that, like moving on, like you know me now. Like, yeah. I, this, oh, yeah. And, and I do agree that, that that made me who I am. And I learned so much about the human body and about certain things. And I think the reason that I try very hard not to judge people is because there's clearly a reason people are the way they are. Okay. Um, I'll just use quickly. And I don't want to get too in-depth. But like Intervention, the show. Do you ever watch that? Oh, yeah. I love watching that show. Okay. Because I, a lot of people see a piece of shit heroin addict on that show that's like, how can you steal from your family and blah, blah, blah. I see someone who had a great life and something happened to turn them. Like, I don't believe that anyone wakes up and has an amazing childhood and everything's going perfect and they have all this money and they have all this love and says, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to ruin that. I'm going to go shoot heroin in my name. That's not how that happens. It's right? more complicated but than that. But a lot of people assume that's what it is. It's like, why, why can they not just stop? Well, oh, you're a bad person. You're a bad human exactly. being. You've got a diseased soul. Exactly. So if I could go to the past mm-hmm. and tell myself, hey man, you don't want to go pee in that bathroom right now. You want to go down a little bit further. And leave it at that. I think I'd be okay with it. And would then, you? And, would you listen to yourself though? Because a lot of people said, "Oh, I would tell myself not to do this." And I, my next question was, "Would you listen to your older self?" 
probably as a high school teenage boy. Fuck you. No, I'm not going to listen to you. Who are you? Now, maybe true. I may be like, you know, because in high school, you're like, I know everything. Like, that's going to entice me. Exactly. But if I could and if I did listen to myself and then if it's somehow in the future, I still went down that same path and I went down that path. But at least to me, the reason I wouldn't want to go into the future is I have no desire to see. Well, that, that. I want to see what the future holds day in and day out. Okay. I don't want to jump ahead 20 years and know that I'm at this stage in my life. Okay. Because the next 20 years from right now to the 20 years that I just jumped, what do I have to work at? Mm-hmm. Like, am I in like this multi-million dollar mansion in 20 years from now? <laughs> cool. I'm here. Why do I want to go back and see how that happened? Uh-huh. Or like, am I in some like shithole shack and something happened and, and, and things aren't going good for me? I definitely don't want to see how that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to take life as it comes. Sure, sure. But I don't know that... I think the only thing I would change if I could, if I could go back into the, the past, would be just to go pee in a different bathroom. <laughs> and then what happens happens. Use the urinal down that hallway, bro. Absolutely. <laughs> what would you do? I, I don't know. I've thought long and hard about this. You know, it'd be nice to go... You know, 150 years in the future and see where we are technology-wise, see where, you know, if, you know, my family is still around, Mm -hmm. you know, my lineage or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, but I think it would also be fascinating to go back in time to answer some, you know, questions, even though it's fun to fill in the blanks in textbooks or whatnot. So you talk about, like, this is going to be a tad bit off topic, but having said that, does that from time to time? Sure. Embrace it, bro. Have you ever heard of a term called shifting baseline syndrome? I have not. Um, I think of anybody that would be super enticed by just that saying alone and Uh probably use this from now on. It's going to be you. Okay. Okay. I like the way you think you're a very intelligent guy and and, and we think. (laughs) Thank you. So here, here, here's what shifting baseline syndrome is. Okay. It's a real thing. Uh, Steven Ranella is the reason that I came up with, that I heard this in his latest season of Meat Eater. I know I've talked to you. Okay, about okay, that. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He speaks about that, that this episode released a couple weeks ago. And assisting what shifting baseline syndrome is as the world itself is getting worse, not better. Okay. okay. When you when you think about the whole grand scheme of life. Chaos theory, things yeah. Things are happening, right? Yeah, entropy. But... We have to accept that because if we don't accept that things are getting worse, not better, we're going to go absolutely batshit crazy. So okay, as the years go on, we just learn to accept that the norm is not really normal. But in only the only way you and I can move on and continue life is to accept what's happening. So sure. our baseline of what we think is normal is continuously shifting. Okay. 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 And so you talk about going into the past, like, and I'm a, I, I truly believe this, okay? Because how, how many times have you and Sarah had the conversation of, like, it would have been so much easier raising Mara, who is your daughter, 30 years ago without, well, you're not quite there yet, but she'll get there. But you know the the, the, the social medias and the Snapchats and the things that you have to look forward to as, it's as worrisome. a father of a, yeah. of a beautiful daughter, Of course, right? of course. It would have been so much easier to raise raise a daughter 30 years ago and cell phones weren't that really a thing right mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that's probably true sure okay actually i can tell you what's true but <laughs> I, have a daughter, right? and I know what dads think about uh-huh but i know for sure and i've never done the study but there's no way you'll convince me otherwise that 30 years ago our parents were like man like if only we could have had these kids 30 years ago 
like things would have been a little bit easier. Okay, so I truly believe that every single generation that has ever existed in this world, I truly believe this has always said things would be a little bit easier if we were X amount. Ago. Okay, so okay, uh, there's a movie by Woody Allen mm-hmm. called Midnight in Paris. Yeah, it is fantastic. Okay, it's about this very same topic. Uh, so uh, Owen Wilson, mm-hmm. the guy with the crooked nose, he I love Owen. Yeah. Wilson. Uh, I'm not a fan of him. But anyway, he does great in this movie. He goes back in time to when uh, the Fitzgeralds were around um, the Roaring Twenties, I want to say. Roaring Twenties. Yeah. So he goes back in time and all of the artists, all of the poets in that bar were saying, oh, wow, I wish that it would be 20 years from from now. From now. Things were better in the past. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Years ago, and then he goes back to that age, okay. and those people are saying the exact same thing. It I, would be I good if we that. went back in time Agreed. where things were more easy, a little bit more simpler in life. Exactly. I truly and I truly believe that there's you're never gonna find a generation that didn't have the mindset of if only we were back when we were kids. Sure. Okay. That's called shifting baseline syndrome. It's a really cool idea that we just learn to accept things as they are. Because if we don't accept things that the world is completely fucked up right now, uh-huh. then we're all going to go crazy. Sure, and it right? won't, won't ever get better because we're not in X number of years exactly. ago. Exactly. So huh. like 20 years ago, if, 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 if there were people talking that the entire world is going to be shut down for a, at least, and we're at a year now. We are at a year. Um, it's been crazy. If you would have said that because of a vaccine that, I mean, not a vaccine, a virus that starts in Wuhan, blah, 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 right? <laughs> People are going to tell you, you're an idiot. You're crazy. Right? That's not normal. That'll never happen. Like sure. The technology's advanced. There's no way that in 2020, we're going to be to the point where we can't get ahead of this and people are dying like crazy and all these crazy things are going to happen, right? Yeah. But yet, here we are in 2020. Well, it's 2021 now, but when this happened in 2020, all of that happened. All anybody could do in the entire world was accept that that happened because this is the world and we're going to all go batshit crazy and we're not even going to be existing anymore if we don't accept the fact that our baseline has now shifted. Shifting baseline syndrome. Interesting. I love it. Wow. I promised myself when I heard that. I paused it. <laughs> I wrote it down. And I said, bring that up into the podcast soon. And I, I, I repeated it to myself three times that night. There you go. So I wouldn't forget that cool little term. Uh-huh. And I immediately when I got to work the next day, like one of the first people I saw, I don't remember who it was. I said, hey, let me tell you about shifting bass on stream. It had nothing to do with other than the fact that I don't want to <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to forget it. You just had like home improvement. Program. There you go. There you go. Well, that's interesting, man. Thank you for sharing that. I think you'd be the right person to to appreciate shifting shifting baseline syndrome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, check out that movie, uh, Midnight in Paris, by Midnight in uh, Paris. Woody, Woody Allen. It's um, it's good. Okay, it's good. It's good. I think we got time to stay within the realm of. <laughs> well, you got somewhere to be. Um, Unfortunately. Uh, Give me give me one. We won't go to a huge discussion, and then we're going to go to your other one, and we'll call it a night. Okay, okay, sounds good. Um, so let's talk about – so I was talking to my wife, Sarah, about this one – or about our topics uh, this evening, and she said, well, there's one that Chaucer in the 1300s proposed. Okay. And, uh, of course, my mind was blown away that instant. But um, So it's an Arthurian legend, so King Arthur. Uh, quests one of his knights, Sir Gawain, to find 
the answer to the age-old question of what do women want? What do women want? What do women want? Jack Nicholson didn't even figure that out. Exa- exactly. Or um, uh, Mel Gibson, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Mel Gibson. So, um, so Sir Gowan, uh, he has a year to find the answer or he's going to be executed okay. by um, King Arthur. Okay. So it's, you know, coming on the last month of his quest. So this guy's pretty desperate. So he finds uh, an old hag, hag, um, and she swears that she has the answer to this question. So okay. him, desperate, wanting to not be executed Absolutely. by King him. Arthur, says, um, yes, I'll marry you um, as long as you tell me the question. So uh, they get married. Um, and he's like, okay, tell me the answer to this question so I can fulfill my quest so I won't be executed by King Arthur. Um, she asks him a question. She says, um, would you rather okay. um, have me fair or uh, and faithless or foul and faithful? So now, what do you mean the, by fair versus foul? So, okay, so Chaucer wrote that version, I believe, and his contemporary wrote a different way of saying it. Sure. So the contemporary uh, wrote, would you rather me be beautiful in the um, during the day, or would you have me be ugly um, at nighttime? Gotcha. So, uh, wow. kind, of, kind of two questions wrapped into one. So, what do you think? For me personally? Would you rather be uh, fair yeah. and... Uh, faithless nope. or foul nope. and faithful. I uh, like more than anything to me in a relationship is faithfulness. Sure, like, sure. I mean, I could go on a rampage on, on, on how I feel about my wife, but everyone knows about it. Like she's beautiful. <laughs> Batman Episode one, right? <laughs> yeah, Batman Lee, whatever. <laughs> one thing that we hold dearly, near and dear to our marriage is that there's never been even a split second from either one of us assuming that there was unfaithfulness going on. Sure, sure. You fight, you bicker, you bitch, whatever, but Mm -hmm. like there's never question about what's going on. Who is this person like behind my back, right? So talking about faith, what about the beauty aspect? Would you rather have her beautiful during the day or ugly at night? That's the same thing. Or um, beautiful... Beautiful at day or beautiful at night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you mean by beautiful at night? Are you talking about like in the bedroom? Yes. Okay. Ugh. Beautiful at night. <laughs> so she'd be ugly during the day. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She I may gotcha. not want to hear that because, like, <laughs> she's like, "Were well, you really just talking me out for your own, like, your own pleasure and stuff?" But there you go. Kind of, kind of, I am in this situation. That's when you reach over and hit the light switch, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Parade that trophy around, right? Yeah. What was the like? What was the? Okay, so, so he marries her, right? She asks him the question. Um, he can't decide. He says, well, I, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you want? What do you want to do? And she says, that's the answer. So, yeah. Hey, would you rather question with pretty, pretty heavy handed yeah. in the 1300s, man, in medieval times? I love that. <laughs> Hit me, hit me with the 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 uh, finale. So the 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 most discussion generated, and the, the question that keeps getting brought up now is Landry. Would you rather know the cause of your death, or would you rather know the date of your death? Cause why? 
Because if I know the date of my death, I don't feel like I'm going to be able to live life to the fullest because you know it's coming. Like if I know that I'm going to die on, you know, March 8th, 2021, like that's all that's going to be on my mind is March, 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 March. And I'm going to be like living like I'm not going to live life to the fullest. I know for sure I'm not. Okay. But like your arguments of that's going to be, well, like if you know that you're going to die by, you know, whatever i'm choking on a hot dog or something right <laughs> which is a sandwich by the way right which is a sandwich <laughs> this is why you're my number one fan like your argument could be well, like then you just know not to eat the hot dog right so you're gonna live eternally that's not part of the scenario like you still have to eat the hot dog and eventually one of those hot dogs will kill you you can't change you can't change the way it's gonna happen so i can't just like oh well i know i'm gonna choke out a hot dog so i'll never eat a hot dog again okay that's not the way it works you don't get to mess with it you still are gonna eat the same amount of hot dogs you always ate yeah final destination right it would be exactly that's a good way of looking at it like, now i will tell you that every time i eat a hot dog i will make sure to chew obnoxiously to like where it almost just turns into liquid form as I swallow <laughs> because I don't want to accidentally choke on that. I got you. But maybe maybe that's what happened and I just aspirate this content. Take your dentures out and you yeah, start exactly. chewing the hot dog. <laughs> but I personally would rather know the cause. I do not want to know the date. Okay, so so kind of along those same lines, what if your cause is car wreck mm-hmm. or fire? What would you do? Then you can't really you can't really plan for that. But that's what I'm saying too, though. Like the same idea goes with the hot dog. So like, if it's gonna be a car wreck, right? You gonna you gonna refrain probably, from riding in vehicles? No, I, I do know for sure though. I will drive more cautiously. Okay, I will make sure I'll be. Lubbock thanks you. Uh-huh. Well, anybody <laughs> who knows me, my wife will attest to this that I I don't go 46 in a 45. There you go. I, I am very serious about about public safety. Well done, dude. Um, well done. But I would probably drive a little more cautious. Okay. I would put the phone down, and I would make sure that I'm doing everything in my power. To prevent this from happening. I gotcha. But I can't prevent you from driving like an asshole. And you're you probably can't. the one that caused this issue. Because it's not going to be for me because I know now what's going to happen. So I'm yeah. going to make sure I'm always on my driving A game. I gotcha. I gotcha. Um, but at least I, like, I'm probably a little bit more nervous every time I drive. But I feel like that's one of those things like we drive a lot, right? So like you kind of sort of just get used to the fact that like it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't want to know the date. Like, I, got I do you. not want to know the date. And okay. I think what could be more devastating than like knowing the date, like, okay, it's going to be on March 8th. But like, if I told you that it's going to be on March 8th of 2024, um, like now, you know, like, shit, I've only got three years left with my wife <laughs> and with my kids and I want to try this. And I'm, I'm, these next three years, you're not going to live life to the fullest. You're going to live life to depression, knowing that you're not going to see your kids grow up. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Now, having said that, I disagree with you 1,000%. Okay. I would rather know the date okay. of my death. How come? Because you say that the date would be a cloud hanging over your head, right? Mm-hmm. The cause would be the cloud hanging over your head because the, the cause is so varied and covers mm-hmm. so many scenarios. I'd rather know the date. That way I can get my affairs in order. Mm-hmm. I can get that bucket list out that hasn't been created. Okay. I can start preparing readiness right you want to be ready for any scenario so i don't know i I would rather know the date 
That way I can get I can my affairs that. in order. I can say getting your affairs in order. Like, you're not only responsible for yourself anymore. Uh, yeah, you, you've you're got responsible family. for your wife and you have three <clears throat> children, right? you got parents, got cousins. Yeah, but like, let's just keep it simple to Sarah and the kids. <clears throat> like, you want to make sure that they're taken care of. So of you're course. probably going to be picking up, if, 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 if allowed, some OT, right? Or working on the corner or whatever, I mean, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd pay you like a solid $12, right? Sweet, sweet. you're going to be picking up side gigs. You're going to do everything you can and be like, hey, babe, we're not touching this money. You're not going to understand me. Like, mm-hmm. But just trust me, in 17 years, three months, and two days from now... <laughs> and this, 47 minutes. Yeah, so. this money that I'm working really hard for is going to come in handy for you and the kids. <laughs> so, I don't know. I think, I think that it would be... I don't know. It would be wise to have that calendar circled in red, mm-hmm. you know, with five, 15 exclamation marks that... You know, this is going to be the this end. Is it. And you can, you can plan for it. I like that. I can see where your head's at. And that may just go to how you and I think differently. <laughs> You're a prepper. So, I don't know, man. It's um, very interesting. I loved this episode. Because, like, I remember all these questions, but I feel like it's been a while since I've heard a lot of these it's questions. It's a little silly, but it's it gets fun, a little though, serious like, people, sometimes. I like, and I, what I'm hoping people are doing at, at home or in their car, wherever the hell they are right now, or as Brad told me today how he listens to my podcast is he uh sweet he 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 drives on dirt roads up and down and up and down and up and down is how he described it to me today actually uh to listen in his car sure um whoever's at his house needed some peace and quiet he's like i just drove up and down dirt roads until i was done with the episode i'm like hell yeah dude like that's the coolest way anyone's told me they listen to the podcast because it's like he just kept driving. Heck yeah! You don't so, want the you don't want the content to end, man. Exactly. Keep it rolling. So I hope what people are doing wherever they are, their dirt roads or wherever it is, is playing along. And as the question was asked, they're really prepping for that. And I can tell you all that there are, there could be a part two, part three, part four, part five because we've got a big list there. Oh yeah, and the, half the of would them. Would you rather's can go on infinitely (laughs) Um, also what i think would be a good one and i'm just going to throw this out real quick before we call it a night is this as far as all the episodes i've done so this is episode eight plus two bonus episodes so technically ten okay of the ten episodes i've done this seems the most easiest to have a third guest Okay. Okay. I have three microphones, everybody. Ooh. As y'all have noticed for the past little bit, is the sound is finally fixed. Thank <laughs> you, Ripley Youngblood. Um, and so I now can have three microphones without muffledness. Okay, good. So I am challenging Mr. John Bondran to come over to my house one evening, and we're going to play Would You Rather three-way style. And I know that sounds a, a menage little, a trois? I mean, I'm not opposed. I mean, I'm down. Okay. So as I say that, uh, Ripley Youngblood, uh, you were actually the savior of the podcast because I thought I was about to have to convince my wife that we're going to spend about 350 bucks on all new equipment Ouch. because I could not get my sound fixed. You came over to my house and you fixed my sound in 30 seconds. Well done, sir. Your comment after that was super shitty. I asked you what the difference was between me and you and you said, I'm a young Talent? Man. Oh, sorry, yeah, well, sorry, too. sorry. He said, well, I'm young and I know how to work computers. <laughs> but thank you for coming. So everybody out there, please, 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 please uh, listen to Ripley Youngblood's podcast. This is Mark's son. He's got a podcast called The First to Fourth Podcast, All Things Football All the Time. Ooh. It is a really interesting podcast. Uh, and I will tell you right now, 
Ripley sounds like an ESPN analyst on his podcast. It's actually amazing. Wow. Um, it just the the knowledge that comes off the top of his head towards football is almost irritating because he knows so much. <laughs> so an expert, yeah. It's a phenomenal podcast. Check out the first to fourth podcast featuring Ripley Youngblood and his buddy. I don't know his buddy's name, but more power to you, buddy. Um, thank you all for listening, Arturo. Since the day I told you I was doing a podcast, I knew I wanted you on here. And it's been a pleasure, been my friend. Is that you were been excited about this? We've been thank texting you, a lot. Thank you, thank you. You got the 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 first podcast with Woo-hoo! good sound, <laughs> um, and that laugh right there is why I wanted you on here. I'm glad the unicorns in this beautiful studio could acknowledge. So you noticed the, the pink laugh. unicorn. Yes. Uh, one thing that y'all may not know is we are back to the old studio. So Reagan, my oldest, has been very sweet enough to let me steal her bedroom as my studio she finally kicked us out tonight so we're back to Rainsley's pink studio <laughs> with the big pink unicorn very staring chic. at us i love it uh arturo thanks for coming buddy you will be on here again I thank you i'll be, be an honor for me to be again. here you're good at what you do i love it um it's been a blast i appreciate you listening thank you thank you before we leave uh as always i want to challenge everybody to do something kind to somebody else today um People get so caught up in the world and the shifting baseline syndrome (laughs) of how shitty things are. And they aren't always pretty. But uh, hold that door open for that sweet old lady that's that's coming up to the store. She needs it. She really does. Um, You know, you see the people in motorized scooters at the grocery store. Don't make them get off the scooter to grab that that thing (laughs) off the top shelf. Although I may not be able to reach that. I know a lot of you can. Uh, so help the short person help helping the, the, the person, person in the so motorized like if, wheelchair. If you came to help me help her, then <laughs> actually you and I are knocking out two birds with one stone. We've both done our good deed. It's a circle of life, dude. It, it really is. <laughs> Thanks again for coming, man. This has Thank been a you. blast. Thank you very uh, much. Uh, like I said, everybody, be sure to check me out on all my social media. And unfortunately, fortunately, I am on Facebook. Uh, just want to brag to my daughter a little bit. I made almost 300 friends in like 12 hours. So just that out there. Thank you all, guys. Uh, this has been a blast. This has been a good one. Tune in next week. we got another another episode next week of a guy that's going to teach you how to invest your money wisely. Oh, sweet. Definitely tuning in. Uh, peace out. out.